Welcome to OB Boss Babes, where we showcase female entrepreneurs, working professionals, community builders, and local makers and creators. Our podcast is all about babe supporting babes, learning about community builders, and of course, female empowerment. Get inspired to the only podcast in the Ottawa Valley that showcases local babes in our community and join our tribe of boss babes where everyone is welcome. The Town of Petawawa and the Petawawa Business Advisory Network are pleased to support local businesses. Small businesses are an integral component in vibrant, dynamic communities. By their very nature, entrepreneurs innovate, disrupt the status quo, inspire creativity, and promote skills development. Small businesses are the very fabric and rich history of a diverse community. Support local businesses. Check out shoppetawawa.ca, your one-stop resource to finding businesses in Petawawa. View promotions and messages connected directly to business, social, and shopping platforms. Help our small businesses. Shoppetawawa.ca. Maeve Greco is a registered acupuncturist and has been helping people restore true balance in their body and mind since 2018. She has experienced firsthand the damage that can come from ignoring the early signs of a struggling body and is now on a mission to guide others on their journey towards recovery. Mava specializes in pain management, women's health and fertility support, digestive health, anxiety, and stress management. So in this episode, Mava shares how she stumbled into this holistic Chinese medicine practice and how it works. And no, it does not hurt. We dive into the benefits of acupuncture, including helping to minimize stress, anxiety, gut health, infertility, and so much more. Mava also shares how many treatments it will take in order to see results, and we learn about cupping, heat therapy, and Reiki, and how Mava incorporates these practices with her acupuncture patients. And here I am today with Mava Greco from Mava Greco Acupuncture in Padawawa. Mava, welcome to OV Boss Babes. Thank you, Holly. I know it's been a long time coming, Mava, because you've been uh, listening and following along with OB Boss Babes for quite some time, but I want to know where you first initially heard of OB Boss Babes. Yeah, initially I found you on Instagram and I just loved all the content that you created for uh, women in the Ottawa Valley. And um, and then the first episode that I fully listened to was the one with uh, Sarah Campanico from Evernew, because she is a friend of mine and I was very excited to see her on your podcast. And then uh, from then on, I really wanted to uh, have a chat with you on your podcast. Now, Mabel, when you first started out, you were offering your mobile acupuncture practice to patients in Ottawa and Pembroke, but it was in February 2022 that a space became available in Petawawa, and you decided to cease on this opportunity, and you opened your healing practice right here. But in a social media post, you shared that you never thought that you'd wind up doing acupuncture. So how did this all come to be? Initially, um, I started my mobile acupuncture services during the pandemic. So that was like the best business model for me to go see my patients in their homes and keep it safe and really kind of personalized for everyone. Um, And then in January 2022, I threw my back out. And so that was kind of a wake up call because I couldn't drive long distances anymore. I couldn't go to Ottawa and kind of keep serving my clientele there. Um, And then also like I couldn't lift my treatment table, my treatment supplies anymore. So that was a big turn in how I was running my business. Um, And then that's exactly when that space became available 
actually through a patient of mine, uh, through a connection, I got super lucky and I was able to get a room in the uh, Canix chiropractic clinic. And so right away, I was like, yeah, I'm open for that big change. I'm open to settle down. And it was really the best decision and the best timing for me. All right, Mavis. So let's go back actually even a little bit further, because I want to know what initially drew you to want to pursue education in this holistic therapy practice. Yeah, actually, I wanted to always go in the medical field. So obviously, when I was younger, I thought my only big option was to pursue uh, Western medical studies to become a medical doctor. Um, so I did start that for a few months. And then I quickly realized that basically the only options that a medical doctor has, at least in Canada or in the States, is to either prescribe medication for an issue or to refer patients out to other specialists that can actually address more chronic conditions that don't respond well to medic medication. Um, so really quickly, I realized, okay, like, what I love doing is to help people and give them solutions that are actually going to change their lives without too many chemical interferences. Um, so really quickly, I switched to traditional Chinese medicine, which is based on acupuncture and herbal medicine to heal pretty much anything. Like there isn't many issues that we can't address with this medicine. And wasn't it your dad, Mava, that like inspired you to want to go into acupuncture in the first place as well? Because, and, and there's an interesting story here too, that I think we have to touch on. Okay. So yes, my dad was a big, big player in me actually discovering Chinese medicine uh, because he's always been a physiotherapist and a massage therapist. But while he was working on the physical body with his patients, uh, he quickly started dabbling in energy healing. It just like very organically happened. He didn't think he was ever going to get into that. He's a very scientific man, you know. Um, but then that's how he knew about Chinese medicine, which works a lot with energy as well, right? The meridians in the body and the relationship between our physical body, our emotions, our energy. So he's actually the one that uh, when I was, you know, at a crossway, I knew I didn't want to be in Western medicine anymore, but I didn't really know like what was for me uh, based on my values. He's the one who asked me, you know, what about acupuncture? And at the time, I didn't even know what it was. I never got an acupuncture treatment myself uh, before getting into the Chinese medicine program. So, yeah, I did a quick 15 minute Google research to figure out what it was. And right away, it resonated 100% with me. Um, it was a profession that would allow me to help patients, again, on a physical, emotional, psychological level. And I could uh, be my own boss because I am definitely, I have a leader personality. So it's not easy for me to work under other people and have to kind of shape my way of treating patients based on you know what I'm being told. So the big thing here was that I could open my own clinic and serve patients in my very own way. And that's what I love doing the most now. I love that it was your dad that suggested you go down this path, Mava, especially because, you know, he was already 
he was already in holistic therapy practices. And I just find it interesting though, that instead of him recommending, you know, why don't you maybe dabble or explore in massage therapy or physiotherapist, you know, like the path that he had embarked on, but he had suggested acupuncture for you. And especially that you had no idea you've never, you'd never been to an acupuncturist before. And it's interesting enough because neither have I, and I'm going to learn all about this as well as my listeners, but you had always been connected to energy healing. So what exactly is energy healing? What does that look like? Yeah, energy healing. Most people know what Reiki energy healing is. That's a more common uh, form of energy healing. Basically, when you work with energy, you are concentrating some healing energy that we all carry in our body, but you can use how to concentrate that energy and also channel energy from other spaces, right? From nature and so on. And then you can concentrate that energy on a client or a patient in front of you that has different blockages in their bodies, certain dysfunctions in energy meridians, and you can just help to move that energy. And honestly, the body knows how to heal itself once there isn't too many blockages, right? So once everything's flowing nicely in the body, the person's just going to heal naturally because the body is engineered to do that. So that's what energy healing is. And that's why, like, in many ways, many people have miracle stories from receiving, you know, Reiki treatments and so on. It's because it's actually that simple to restore the healing abilities in your own body. It's mm -hmm. just clearing the way for it to take place. Well, acupuncture is a type of traditional Chinese medicine, like you had mentioned earlier, Mava, that's been around for approximately 2,500 years. So tell us how it works and does it hurt? <laughs> Good question, Holly. Um, so acupuncture works mainly by stimulating the nervous system and really stimulating the release of natural painkillers in the body, uh, the release of hormones that we need, and basically balancing any kind of dysfunction that's happened over time, uh, either from our lifestyle, the food that we eat or don't eat, um, our mindset as well, right? The way that we process our emotions, all of these elements over time can create dysfunction in our organs. It can create dysfunction and dysregulation in our nervous system. And then that affects, you know, everything else in the body. So with acupuncture, we're just regulating those systems, um, again, through working with energy. So by removing any energy blockages that could be hindering some physiological functions in the body, but also, you know, physiologically, because when you insert a needle on a very specific area of the body, which we call acupuncture points, um, it's sending a very specific message to the brain. So that's why we have some acupuncture points that are meant uh, specifically for digestive issues. Others are meant for headaches. Others are meant for reproductive issues. Um, so it's because acupuncture is actually a very exact science mixed with a little bit of energy and intuition as well. And I forgot your question. So please ask again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just asking if it hurts because like you had mentioned, like it's needles going into you and yes. I know a lot of people are afraid of needles, but does, like, does it actually hurt when you're sticking them in us? Okay. So that's a subjective question. Everybody's sensitivity is different, but there are always options to make it painless 
for everybody. Um, so for example, when it's your first time getting acupuncture, I will ask you if generally you know that you are sensitive to needles or if your nervous system is quite reactive, then I'm going to start your treatments with the super thin needles, which are literally hair-like thin. I use them with kids or with people with hypersensitive nervous systems. So in that case, most people don't even feel the needles going in. Like by the time that I put the first one in, I ask them, how is that? And they go, oh, it's in? I didn't even know. So it's really painless. Um, in some cases, like if we start you off with the more regular body needles, then you can have a sensation in the area. Um, most people describe it as a slight ache, but it's nothing that you can compare to the needles that are used in the hospitals. Like uh, we can fit 20 to 40 acupuncture needle in a single needle that they would use for shots in the hospitals, just to give you an idea. Now, I know you kind of touched on some different areas that acupuncture treats, and we're going to hone in on those a little bit further. But Mava, you said that when you do treatments on kids with acupuncture, what would what would a child need acupuncture for? Pretty much anything that an adult would need acupuncture for, right? Like any digestive issues, main thing would be constipation or skin rashes, um, you know, not sleeping through the night. All of these issues can definitely, it, they're all rooted in dysfunction in the body, right? So again, it's the same concept. We just need to regulate the nervous system and really treat the issue at the root. All right, Maven, now let's really get into it. I'm a woman, I'm a business owner, I'm a career professional, I'm a mom, and I know that many of my listeners can relate to a lot of this. And we all have stress, we have anxiety, we have a lot going on on our plate, but acupuncture can actually help us out with that. So how does it help with stress management and maybe even a little bit of anxiety? Yeah, so like I said, when you regulate the nervous system, which is usually the root cause of feeling more stressed than you need to or having an anxiety disorder, um, regulating the nervous system is what allows your body to process the stress in the moment a lot more easily because your baseline in your body is already regulated. It's calm. So whenever you have external stresses, um, it's nothing that you can't handle. And that's how life should feel, honestly. Usually, like we get stressed on a daily basis because the nervous system is on survival mode. We are in a constant state of fight or flight instead of being in a state of rest and digest, which is the state of your nervous system where everything is being healed as you're progressing through the day, you're digesting your food well, you're processing your emotions and your stress well. That's how we should live. Um, but yeah, you know, we are a modern society, so we're more on the survival mode. So acupuncture takes you completely out of that survival mode, even for half an hour that you are on the treatment table. That is enough to remind your body of, you know, the proper state that it should be in more often. And then eventually you're basically training your body to be more calm, be more um, balanced on a daily basis. 
I like this alternative holistic approach, especially for people who don't want to be immediately on medication, like for stress or anxiety. And I know like that's something that I've been recently diagnosed with is with anxiety. And I'm like, oh, like I don't want to have to go on medication for this. So it's so great to know that there is an alternative medicine that we can be doing instead to kind of get our bodies and our minds back on track. And another thing that I think that a lot of women can relate to is with our menstrual cycles. We've been educated now, now more than ever, I feel over the past few years about the different effects that birth control has had on our bodies. So how does acupuncture help for each phase of our menstrual cycles? Mm -hmm. So the main thing that I have patients coming in for is obviously uncomfortable periods, right? Whether it's period pain or irregular periods, um, that is really where acupuncture comes in because by regulating the nervous system and your hormonal system as well, you're actually restoring a normal cycle in your body. And like you said, most of us have been on birth control at some point in our life, or we still are. And that definitely creates imbalance in our reproductive system, simply because it's hormones that are disrupting our hormonal system. So our body becomes very confused in what it's supposed to do hormonally. So that's where you get um, discomfort during the period or PMS, right? All of the moodiness, the emotionality. Um, acupuncture can actually regulate all of that just by, again, bringing you back in a state of balance where everything, every um, stage of your cycle is comfortable. Now, can you receive acupuncture treatment during any part of your menstrual cycle for it to lessen symptoms or even to help regulate it? Yes, absolutely. Don't come in when you're already in pain and expect the pain to just magically go with that one treatment, right? Like you're going to have much better results if uh, you start treatments in advance. And then I always tell my patients, give it three cycles, so three months. Uh, to really see a massive difference in your symptoms, because it does take some time for your body to go back to its balanced state, especially your nervous system, we have to break a cycle of imbalance, right? So that takes repetition, it takes time, it takes some lifestyle adjustments as well, sometimes. Um, so yeah, nothing is a magic pill or a quick fix, right? It's always a bit of an investment of time and effort, but it is 100% worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, what else is also worth it, Mava, is seeing an acupuncturist for fertility. And I'm actually recommending a lot of my girlfriends who are dealing with infertility issues or secondary infertility, who are just, you know, looking for a different approach to try to help them conceive versus going to see an IV, an IVF specialist or, or go to see their OB or something. But let's ask the expert here. Can an acupuncturist treat infertility or help you conceive? Absolutely. Uh, fertility is one of the main things that I see women for, especially when it comes to, you know, having tried for six months, a year, that's when people usually resort to acupuncture. But the truth is, ultimately, if you know you want to conceive in the next year or so, it's actually better to go see an acupuncturist now so that uh, your acupuncturist can actually do a full evaluation of your reproductive system and your whole body and figure out what's, you know, not functioning well. What could actually create a state of unsafety in your body 
that's going to prevent you from conceiving. Because that's the main thing that we do with acupuncture. It's restoring that ability of the body to, first of all, feel safe to conceive. And for the body to feel safe to conceive, it cannot be in a constant state of fight or flight. It can't mm -hmm. be in a constant state of stress and survival, right? And the other thing is um, making sure that your body is properly nourished, making sure that your system knows that it has the resources to feed and create a baby for nine months in your body. So those are the two main things that we're going to do with acupuncture. And also, um, as always, some lifestyle adjustments, some dietary adjustments, it all goes together. Yeah. It's not so much of a quick fix, but it's just a bunch of different little minor lifestyle changes that you have to kind of implement into your, into your lifestyle. And um, yeah, it's funny, Mava, because I'm having these conversations more and more with women. And the more I'm getting educated on different holistic approaches and practices, the more I'm learning that the medical system isn't always right. And they're not always helpful in that regard. I was literally talking to a girlfriend the other day who's been trying with her husband for three years to get pregnant. And her OB, I kid you not, said, well, must just be bad luck. You know, maybe have you tried seeking IVF or um, IUI? IUI, thank you. And and I was like, you've been you've been trying for three years and that's all your OB has said to you? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why don't you see a natural path? Why don't you see an acupuncturist? Like there are so many different alternatives that can help you guys get back on track versus someone saying to you, well, guess you're shit out of luck. You're all out of options. And, yeah. uh, and when I was kind of trying to, to tell her that she was like, I had no idea. And this is why I think it's so important. Education is so important having these conversations and, uh, and telling one another of these different, these different approaches that we can be taking to kind of help us along. But Maeve, I have a question for you now. How many successful patients have you treated that have become pregnant after seeking out your services? Good question. I don't really count them, but if I had to, you know, give you an approximate number um, in the last four years, I'd say maybe 15 women that I've seen that have successfully gotten pregnant after, you know, anywhere between a month to eight months of treatments. What an amazing service that you're providing to, to women to help them in their, in their successful pregnancy journeys, like to know that you're, you're a part of that and at least can kind of help. Like whether, whether it's successful or not, but I mean, when you do have success stories that can kind of like show that credibility to you and your practice, I think is really, really cool. And it's empowering. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I mean, I really wish that most, most people would go to naturopaths, like you said, holistic nutritionists, acupuncturists way before they would go see their doctors mm -hmm. or fertility clinics, um, simply because there is so much that can be done before having to go into, you know, hormone therapy or other kind of procedures. Yeah. The scientific evidence does not lie. That's for sure. Now, can acupuncture help with gut issues? Of course. That's another one uh, that's very, very common in my practice. It's digestive issues like IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, or, you know, people that are constantly bloated or have elimination problems, or can't actually absorb the nutrients from their food because there's a dysregulation in the digestive system, hugely improved with acupuncture. Um, and that's one of the fun things to treat, I would say, because it's one of the, the issues that respond the best to acupuncture. So 
you know, for reproductive issues, usually I, I tell people give it three months, but for digestive issues, usually it's about a month and you'll see big differences. Now, what are some effective ways that acupuncture can help specifically with weight loss? And I know, Mava, I know it's also lifestyle changes and, and being more aware of what you were, we're putting in our bodies, but you tell us, how can it help us? Yeah. So the main type of weight loss that can be helped with acupuncture is uh, the one that's connected to hormones, right? So we all know women that exercise, they eat super well, they sleep very well, and yet um, they can't seem to lose the fat that they've accumulated or the weight that they want to shed. So that's usually caused by a hormonal imbalance. So that's where with acupuncture, we actually figure out what's the root cause of that hormonal imbalance that is simply keeping the fat in the body and not transforming it, right? So um, in that case, there's actually not many lifestyle adjustments to do, just some acupuncture to regulate the nervous system and hormonal system, and then uh, the weight starts coming off finally. And then I'm guessing as well, maybe just a little dose of exercise too, right, Mava? Getting up for those walks, moving your body, doing some jumping yeah. jacks, whatever you can do. <laughs> oh, for sure. But like most of these people that come see me for weight loss, they've already they're already, they've already doing done it that all, mm. right? And that's where they just don't know what to do anymore because they're doing everything perfectly. All the lifestyle is on point and it's just hormonal adjustments that needs to be made. Thanks for tuning in to the OV Boss Babes podcast. Stick around after we hear from our sponsors. Are you new to the Petawawa area and looking for work? Wouldn't it be great to meet someone who knows all about the area and can help connect you with local employers? What are you waiting for? PMFRC Employment Services has a whole team of employment specialists to tell you who's hiring and what you can do to put your best foot forward. Check us out online at patawawaemployment.ca or call us today at 613-687-1717. Your job is out there and we'll help you find it. patawawaemployment.ca Step into a realm of enchantment and transformation with the full Harvest Moon Ceremony at the Urban Collective Wellness Lounge in Petawawa. This event is your gateway to embracing the bountiful offerings of the harvest season, tapping into ancient wisdom and aligning with the rhythms of the universe through an ancient cacao ceremony and sound bath experience. Experience the liberating power of letting go as you release old patterns, beliefs, and emotions that no longer serve you. Engage with a community of like-minded individuals who share your journey of personal growth and transformation. Immerse yourself in heart-opening practices like the cacao ceremony, allowing you to tap into your inner wisdom and emotions. Cultivate gratitude for your journey and accomplishments. Foster a positive mindset and so much more. This event has limited spots available, so be sure to secure your spot on their website and prioritize your wellness today. Hey, it's Alicia from Be Savvy Fine Foods in Armprior, and you're listening to the OV Boss Babes podcast.
Maybe I'm assuming that your books are filled right now because like all these, all these different issues and challenges that, that many of my listeners that are women, we, we face daily. So, I mean, I'm assuming that you actually, is it safe to assume, is it safe to assume that many of your patients are women? Yes. Most of my patients are women. What would you say like your number of patients of males are? Um, in percentage, I'd say I have maybe 20% male. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I was super curious about that. Now, Mava, how many acupuncture sessions does it typically take before we start to notice a difference? That's a great question. So obviously, it depends on what you're coming in with and how long you've had the symptoms for. So, you know, a rule of thumb in acupuncture is if you come in with a chronic problem that you've had for five years, it most likely will take five months of consistent treatments to uh, have a massive difference, okay? Because it takes time to, again, break the cycles that have been perpetuated in the body and replace a certain state of being with uh, regulated nervous system, regulated hormones, and so on. But, you know, outside of that, if it's just um, an acute issue, it can take anywhere from one to four treatments to really notice a difference. And how frequently should be coming to see you or another acupuncturist in order to, to make these changes? The best thing is to start with treatments close together until you're about 85% better. So I like to do one treatment per week. Um, sometimes for a month, sometimes for three months, and then we reassess, we see how much progress we've made. If we've made 85% progress, then we're ready to space the treatments apart to every two weeks for about a month. And then eventually, uh, you're just on a maintenance plan. So you either come in once a month for maintenance and for a little reset, or every three months or anytime the issue comes back and you need a little bit of a tune-up. Now, what are the signs we need to look for in order to realize that acupuncture is working, regardless of what condition that we're we're looking for progress on? Mm -hmm. So sometimes you'll see changes in your body that seem unrelated to the issue that you came in for. Uh, but we have to remember the body is one organism with many systems, but it is um, going to show you that it's healing whenever your sleep is improving your elimination is improving, so it's more regular. Um, if you have headaches, you'll have less of them. You have more energy. All of these little pointers are really telling you that your body is finally getting back into balance. And then um, even if you're coming in for, let's say you're coming in for migraines, um, you know, sleep and digestion and all that, could or could not be related to migraines. But if you see an improvement in those areas, it means the migraines will get better very soon. It's on the way. And what if it doesn't work? Like what if someone is not finding that acupuncture is helping? Like what do you recommend? Yeah, some people's nervous system is not responsive to acupuncture. And I usually see that if after two to three treatments, there are no changes whatsoever not even these little hints that we're getting somewhere. So in that case, um, I just refer them out to another practitioner, whether I'm gonna send them to a holistic nutritionist, an osteopath, 
um, chiropractor, naturopath, anybody else that I think could have a bigger impact with them specifically. Now, maybe you talked earlier about Reiki and you actually started dabbling into Reiki when you were only 12 years old. So what should we know about energy healing and how can everyone benefit from it? So energy healing is always happening, right? Because we are bodies of energy. Um, so we are constantly healing ourselves with our own energy, but we're also um, always communicating with energy outside of us, whether it's in nature, whether it's other people, it's always communicating and exchanging. So the way that um, energy healing can help heal the body is by basically influencing the body to go back into balance, go back to homeostasis. We can do that by removing any blockages of energy in the body. That's the main way that uh, Reiki healing works, for example. But we can also um, focus on increasing functions in different organs just by giving it more energy and concentrating more circulation of energy and blood in a certain area. Um, that's how you can just increase uh, the production of hormones, you can increase the release of enzymes in the digestive system, you can have literally physiological effects simply with energy. And how do you incorporate it into an acupuncture session? I incorporated into an acupuncture session, first of all, with the acupuncture, because the acupuncture will work on the circulation of energy um amongst so many other things but for some people that are really struggling with some complex chronic illnesses like certain autoimmune illnesses for example or some emotional um difficult emotional chapters that they're going through in their lives i can actually incorporate reiki in the session to just give a bit of a stronger treatment and move um these heavier energies out of the body and then that usually gives them a feeling of much lightness and they can progress a little faster on their journey to healing now another aspect that i want to kind of hone in on is about heat therapy so what is heat therapy maven and how does it work yeah so heat therapy that we use in chinese medicine is called moxibustion and it's actually a dried herb that's called mugwort. It grows everywhere in Ontario, kind of like a weed. Um, and we basically dry it, age it, and then compress it into some sticks or into a form of herb that we can burn on specific acupuncture points. And that herb specifically has the effect of infrared heat. Okay, so it penetrates into the tissues a lot deeper than a magic bag, for example. So that's why it has such powerful therapeutic effects, because it can directly penetrate into your body. And um, again, it's going to remove some blockages, whether it's physiological or energetical. It's going to increase the function of your organs, increase the circulation of energy in certain meridians and pathways of your nervous system. Um, so, for example, I've seen it really work its miracle uh, for fertility, for example. Um, I was seeing this woman 
who had been trying to conceive for two years and we had done four or five acupuncture treatments with her with no moxibustion, no heat therapy. And then I started to incorporate heat therapy in her sessions. And uh, two sessions later, she was pregnant. Incredible. So it can really have a massive impact on the outcome of the treatment. Now, I know many of us have actually been using heat therapy for as long as time, right? Like, especially with menstrual cramps. I know that for me, after I had both of my children, uh, my pelvic area was pretty sore. So I would apply heat therapy down there as well. But what are other ways that we can create our own heat therapy right at home? Yeah, so um, of course, you can take warm baths. That's excellent. And you can actually add some herbs to your baths, depending on what you're struggling with, what kind of relief you need. There is pretty much a herb out there for everything. So you can look into that and then create kind of a healing bath for yourself. Um, other ways, obviously, you can just use heat patches on your abdomen, on your back. All of these forms of heat are healing. Um, the most healing form of heat outside of moxibustion would be infrared heat. So there's a difference between infrared light and infrared heat, but they're both very healing simply because they're able to penetrate into your skin and your muscles a lot deeper than a magic bag or a heat pad. All right. So I want to also talk about one other ancient form of alternative medicine, and that's cupping. So what can cupping all do and how does it work? Cupping therapy, um, it's been around for, again, thousands of years, not just in China, but even like my Italian grandma used to use like these old glass yogurt containers to cup my grandpa's back when he was sick, because it's always been known in more ancient traditions that cupping therapy can draw out toxins from the body it can draw out pathogens like even viruses so it accelerates healing not only of the muscles by releasing tension and you know releasing some knots in the muscles but also it accelerates healing by detoxing the body um, so the main thing that I use cupping therapy for is, you know, back pain, shoulder pain, neck pain. We do some cupping massages to really go in depth in the muscles. It's, it kind of feels like a reversed deep tissue massage. So instead of pushing in the muscles, you're pulling out. Um, and it's extremely therapeutic because at the same time, you're really moving circulation. So you're getting rid of old blood that's been stuck in the muscles um, toxins, lactic acid, anything that's been kind of stagnated in there and creating tension and soreness, you can get it all out with the session. Now, when I see those red circle marks that kind of look like hickeys on someone's back, it looks kind of painful. And I have to ask this question again, Mava, because I'm like, you know, especially when I was younger, I'm like, why would somebody want to do that? Like that looks like it hurt, but does it hurt? So cupping should feel tight, but not painful. And I always say that to my patients when we're doing a cupping session. Um, you know, some people think that no pain equals no gain. Um, so they will, you know, allow a bit more discomfort during the session, just like a deep tissue massage, right? It's the same kind of pain that you can get from someone pressing really hard in the muscle. Um, but yeah, you just need to communicate with the person that's doing the cupping therapy, but it doesn't hurt. 
it just feels like a big release in your muscles, okay? Because you're going very deep into the muscles and really being able to work on tissues that usually are kind of difficult to access just with massage, with hands. Um, so the cupping marks that you see, they are basically showing you the amount of stagnated blood and toxins that were in the local muscles. So technically, if you get cupping therapy once a month for a few months, eventually you will not get those marks anymore because the circulation in your muscles will be really good um, and you're not going to see, you know, proofs of um, slow circulation. Mm -hmm. Now, getting back to the whole heat therapy aspect and kind of like a little Cirque du Soleil kind of uh, idea here, Mava, is that you actually also offer fire cupping. So what is that? Yeah, fire cupping is the traditional way of doing cupping. So I know nowadays, you know, people use um, plastic cups, silicone cups. They are super good, um, but you can go even deeper into the muscles with fire cupping. So for fire cupping, the glasses are, or sorry, the cups are glass. And I use a cotton ball with alcohol to put a little bit of fire in the cup, remove it. So that's burning the oxygen in the cup. And when I apply it on your skin, it's just going to create some suction because there's a lack of oxygen in the cup. Um, and at the same time, it feels really warm, not hot, but just warm. So it helps to relax the muscles even further. And it's a really lovely feeling. Now, Mava, how are you educating others to consider traditional alternative medicine approaches instead of going to, instead of going to see a doctor? Mm. The main thing I do is educate the patients that do come into my office. I really take the time to help them understand their bodies and what's going on, why they've been experiencing all of these symptoms and which organs are at the root of the dysfunction or what lifestyle habits or mindset is at the root of the dysfunction. So after that, these people go out into the world, share this information with others because it's actually quite fascinating to learn about your own body and what's been going on for years when, you know, often doctors don't really have answers that make sense to us at least. Um, so, you know, the, the information and the knowledge and the interest travels just through people. Mm -hmm. And then uh, another way that I used to educate people was I would teach uh, Chinese medicine and acupuncture in Ottawa. Uh, so I did that for a few years and I really enjoyed just talking about this medicine for hours on end because I totally could. <laughs> and also, you know, sharing the science that it is when a lot of people, especially in our modern world, we consider ancient medicines as, you know, something that's not necessarily um, evidence-backed or evidence-based, and it actually is. Otherwise, it would not be in our world, you know, 3,000 years later, it would have been eradicated if it didn't work and if it wasn't an exact science that can be recreated over and over again. All right, Mava. And as we're closing in on our conversation here, I do have one final question for you. And that is, who is one local boss babe that inspires you that you think everyone should know about? 
I think everyone should know about Skylar Nesbitt. She is a holistic nutritionist in Petawawa, and she absolutely changed my life when I was on the edge of a burnout and I had no energy whatsoever. Um, she like put me back together literally through uh, remaking my nutrition with me. And um, if you have any energy issues or literally any internal imbalance, if you're not getting acupuncture, you should see you should see Skylar Nesbitt. That's such a great shout out. We actually had Skylar on our podcast last year. So shout out to Skylar. She's located in Petawawa. And I believe that she is still taking on uh, more patients right now. Now, Mava, I feel like your books, though, are full. Are you taking on any more or are people only able to access your services through your wait list? Yeah, so I am not taking on new patients at the moment, but I do have a wait list that is open for next year. Perfect. And where can everybody find you as well, Maeve? I know you're on the socials. You've got a website too. So where can people check you out? On Instagram, you can find me at Greco Medicine and on Facebook, Maeva Greco Acupuncture. And the greatest thing too about Mava is that she's not only highly sought after, she's the only acupuncturist here in Petawawa. So uh, you know what, Mava, we're so, we're so happy to have you in the Petawawa community. So thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Ali. Well, babes, that's it for another episode of OB Boss Babes podcast. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. If you're not following along already, be sure to do so on Facebook and Instagram at OB Boss Babes so that you can stay tuned with all the fun stuff that's happening behind the scenes, as well as get a first look into who is going to be our next guest feature on OB Boss Babes. Come back on Wednesday for our regular Boss Babe Corner series and on Thursday for our monthly Baby on the Brand. Thanks again, babes, for being a part of OB Boss Babes. See you on Wednesdays.